Welcome to this special episode. You're listening to Leading Virtual Teams with me, Dr. Marin Deepwell. This is another bonus episode in this season, giving you an update on my project to reinvent Mondays two months in. Well, let's jump right into the episode today. And um, first of all, sorry that this episode is landing a little bit later than usual. But I had a, a nasty cold a couple of weeks ago and it was just not possible to record podcasts other than um, ones constantly interrupted with um, blowing my nose and coughing. So hopefully this episode sounds reasonable. Um, I am still a little bit under the weather, but I'm looking forward to giving you an update anyway. And as I said, it's now been um, two months since I started my new working life chapter and it's been so fun to look at how far I've come, what things have changed, and I'm going to give you a bit of an update on my um, big goal to kind of improve my work-life balance. Also thinking about sort of how I make sure I do enough um, of what gives me joy, and then thinking about sort of the experimentation of this career transition, really um, making the most of having a scope to experiment with and experience lots of different types of working and also give you a bit of a um, tip around a really good book I've been reading around this topic in the last couple of weeks. So yeah, let's jump right in. There is also an accompanying blog post that I've written um, with an update. So if you follow along in the show notes, you can find the link to that and read a little bit more of my update in some detail. But first of all, I want to, yeah, think about work-life balance. So as you know, that's been one of my biggest goals around leaving my, my job as a CEO and starting work on a freelance basis, because one of the things I really wanted to do was improve my work-life balance. And I guess that's more common than I thought um, as a goal for career transition or business plan. Um, it is on my business plan, improving work-life balance. And certainly um, since I posted this link to the blog post online, um, quite a few people have gone back to me saying, yeah, that's just what I'm doing too. So I'm excited to hear that. I um, I think it's wonderful that that many people are looking to improve their work-life balance. Um, although I guess it would be nicer if we'd already done that and were moving on to more, more fun goals, I guess. But one of the things I have been reflecting on as I'm now in, you know, well into the third month of my new work is that, you know, how would I actually be able to define what good work-life balance looks like? And it's, it's, I think, really difficult to, to make that definition sort of, you know, what, how can you know, um, given that days can be a bit unpredictable and family life can be unpredictable, um, what does that actually look like a good work-life balance and what would you really want like day to day so over the past couple of months I've done I've experimented with a couple of different things um one of them has been making an effort to walk my dogs in the morning um at least once or twice during the week and starting the day with some time with them thinking time outside even though it's been um you know it's the darkest time of year right now we're into december so the winter solstice is only um five days away 
So we're very much in the darkest time of year, which makes that challenging to get up early and out um, in the dark or just as the sun comes up. But I've been really enjoying that. And um, as the dogs need walking, that's another um, nice element. They're offering me some accountability. Um, when they look at you, you know, you've got to go for that walk. But also, I have been trying to get a bit more movement into my days. And um, I've been finding it more challenging than I thought to go to regular classes. I have a wonderful yoga teacher whom I absolutely love. And I would have really wanted to go to more of the live classes. But unfortunately, it's not really been easy for me to to kind of schedule time in. And um, I, that's one of my intentions for next year is for sure to kind of make more time to get to live classes. But so I've been doing a lot of online um, classes with, um, I use my phone's um, sort of Apple Fitness Plus app and I really enjoy it. And I think that's been really um, a really helpful, practical way of getting some movement in before I start the day. So I try and pack in half an hour of whatever kind of movement or exercise I fancy um, before I start working. And also the kind of biggest indicator for me at the moment to see whether my um, work-life balance is getting enough priority is getting down to the beach, um, particularly to end the week. And my partner and the dogs and I, we love going down to the beach. We live about 20 minutes away um, from the closest beach, like by car. Um, not quite as close as I'd like, but close enough to get there regularly. And one of my greatest um, joys is to get there, you know, sort of in an hour or two before sunset, so we can have a nice long walk with the dogs and then um, watch the sunset on the beach. Um, usually it's cold, um, more often than not it's raining, but it is still one of the most kind of invigorating and inspiring moments of my week. And as I record that, I've just had a, a, a day where I did go to the beach on a Friday afternoon and I absolutely love it. For me personally, it's a really good measure of how much my life goes to plan and, you know, shows that I have scope to plan in an afternoon or a morning away from my desk, but also for it to actually happen. Um, and for life not to kind of come in and kind of need something else from me. So at least for now, uh, beach time is a really good indicator that helps me assess whether I'm finding the right balance. Okay, so as well as the all-important beach work balance, I have been working really hard to do enough of what gives me joy and give myself lots of freedom to experiment along the way. Um, but also to make sure, you know, I make enough money to pay my mortgage and um, not go completely broke in the process. And one of the um, books I wanted to share that I've been reading that I've been really enjoying and finding super inspirational is... Um, an updated edition of a, of a classic um, called Working Identity, Unconventional Strategies for Reinventing Your Career by Hermenia Ibarra. And I've really enjoyed this book. It's been so um, interesting to read and really validating as well. Um, it kind of goes on, it takes you on a journey, I guess, to understanding people's career change journeys and why they're doing it and also gives you lots of different ideas about 
kind of exploring your different identities at work, um, thinking about how you can move your journey forwards, but also giving you a lot of um, encouragement that experimenting with things and saying no to things and making, you know, the wrong choices and learning from them um, is a really valid way of transitioning from one career into the another. And I've been finding this book a really good read. So if this is something you're interested in as well, um, definitely check it out. So what have I been getting up to? Um, because I don't want to give you the impression that I spend all my days doing yoga or going to the beach. Uh, far from it. Um, since the start of October, I've been super busy and doing lots of hours. So I want to um, just give you a bit of a feel for what I've been up to practically day to day. I do divide my time up between working kind of as a consultant and working as a coach. And I've been doing a lot of paid work, but also a lot of pro bono work. And um, that is part of my business strategy to keep doing pro bono work, particularly when it comes to coaching. Um, and I think particularly at the moment, it feels like a really um, rewarding part of my practice. But on the consultancy front, um, there's a number of projects that I'm doing at the moment. And those that I can share with you are a wonderful project supporting a growing community of practice for about 2,700 professionals in FE and vocational education, where I continue to work with my former employer, the Association for Learning Technology, on a network called Amplify FE. And I'm really enjoying being the strategic lead for that project. It was very exciting last month to see us launching a new piece of research. And yeah, it's been really fun to be able to continue my work in kind of education on that front. I've been also working with an independent ed tech company, Reclaim Hosting, where I've been doing a lot of work on strategy and business development and coaching the team. And that's been really fun because I get to work in the ed tech industry in a different perspective, but also work in a really small organization, um, a really agile, creative team, um, which is very much giving me that kind of opportunity to collaborate with folk um, who are really like-minded, who are really excited. And um, yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. Plus, I get to organize um, work and projects as much as I possibly could want to. So it is absolutely fun to be the Asana overlord um, at Reclaim. And I love being able to also switch into some more festive and community um, focused activities. So if you're listening to that before December 22nd, um, do check out the link in a blog post to some festive karaoke coming up. And I guess this piece of work um, that I'm doing with Reclaim is really closely related to my interest in hybrid working. And I've been working a lot of um, piece, different sort of pieces of work on hybrid working. Um, I've done a talk recently at the University of Oxford on digital well-being and, and hybrid working. I've also finished um, delivering my second free open course on hybrid working, which was a lot of fun and a really good example of kind of pro bono work I'm doing. And then I've been also looking back at all the stuff I've done in the year since my book got published um, and given that the book is open access and all the resources are open access and mainly be doing this work um, in my kind of unpaid spare time um, it feels super rewarding to kind of see the amount of progress i've made in that area <clears throat> but then the other big bigger piece of my day-to-day -day is obviously my 
coaching where I coach with both groups and teams. Um, and I'm kind of excited that I have a couple of new um, projects in the pipeline on that front because I'm enjoying doing the leadership development and kind of talking to teams about hybrid working as well. But then obviously the individual coaching is also continuing to develop and I've onboarded a lot of clients this year. Um, I'm now coaching with sort of 15 different individuals um, throughout 2023. And that's been a really big milestone for me, um, given that this is the newest part of my um, working life. And this is also where I do a lot of pro bono work because I think coaching is a really fantastic tool um, that I hope more people, particularly you know people who are juggling a lot, will make use of. But I also know working for you know a small independent charity for like 15 years, that it, it can be super hard, not just to find the time, but also the money to pay for that kind of professional development. So I do offer to at least 10% of my coaching hours on a pro bono basis. And that's been really rewarding for me to be able to, you know, work with individuals who otherwise may not be able to try out coaching or have that experience. So that's been really, really rewarding to do as well. And as part of all of this, I think I'm finding it helpful to experiment and to give myself lots of opportunities to try lots and lots of different um, things and also to kind of say no to things when they don't feel like a good fit because I guess that's part of what this process at this time in my career transition is really all about. I'm kind of in auditioning days if you like to kind of think about oh you know what what would this be like? Would I like to do more of these kinds of days? Um, do I want to have no more of these days? Is there something I'm really sure I don't want to do anymore? Is there something I'm really sure it's becoming more important to me? And that is, um, yeah, that is, I think, the joy at the moment. That's the kind of gold dust of these months of having an opportunity to explore and experiment and reinvent myself a little bit. So I'm really... I'm finding that very precious and that is I think one of the things that I am most keen to capitalize on at the moment to just become better at figuring out where I can make the biggest difference and what I find most rewarding and at the moment you know every day is an opportunity to figure that out. So one of the things I've been considering about is giving myself kind of a retreat day where I get to stand back and think a little bit about things. Um, and I'm, yeah, that's planned for next week. So hopefully in the next episode, um, I will be able to share how that went or if that happened and um, yeah, what, what, what practical or other insights I can share with you as a result. Now, I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. Um, as I've been rambling through the first couple of months of self-employed career reinvention. And if you are going through a similar process or thinking of going through a similar process, do reach out. I always love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to Leading Virtual Teams. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, you can find the links to the tools and resources we talked about in the show notes or head over to marandeepwell.com forward slash podcast. Thank you.